Rooster Production brings you Under the Water Tower, presented by Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. And now, here are your hosts, Matt Crane and Derek Biglane. Morning, Matt. Morning, Derek. Uh, it is uh, Tuesday. This is the off week for the Alderman and meetings this week, so not nothing much going on. Uh, but we do have some information to give you on the show today. But first information we want to give you, we told you we were giving an update on the, on the scavenger hunt from this past Saturday. Uh, the Hernando Youth Goons. Yeah, that's what they were called, Hernando Youth Goons, which you said on the show on Friday we would update everybody on their name, and so they failed that test. That was that terrible. That was, I'm not sure, Hernando that's, Youth that's, Goons. That's terrible. And... Listeners, uh, there were 15 teams. Did you, did you sign up for the scavenger hunt? Because I didn't. I did not. My phone did not. I did not. My phone did not either, but uh, <laughs> we, we did receive phone calls of maybe for certain clues. Right. You um, got two and I got two. That is right. That right. is correct. And I will say uh, thank you to the Hernando Parks Department. Absolutely. The first question on the sheet was about my hometown. First okay. question on the sheet about the hometown. What restaurant in Natchez is in the shape of a woman? Okay. Uh, so I knew so, the answer so to the that. Kid, our, our kids drove to Natchez, which they... <laughs> <laughs> you, you, yeah. They may as well have. So again, uh, listen, 15 teams. Our son's team did not come in the top seven. Okay. Not yeah. sure where they finished, but it was they, they announced the top seven and our son's team was not on there. That's great. My son and your son, another young man, and then two early 20s guys uh, did a... Look, we appreciate them taking them yeah. and being a part of that. It for was a sure. great time. It was a great. Yeah. T- I mean, I don't know. I really, I wish I could update on who won. I don't know because my son, once he realized it wasn't him, I didn't get me details after Very that. True. So, Very uh, true. but we just th- I do really do appreciate the Parks Department for putting it on, doing it every year. It's always the third weekend in August, it seems. So, uh, if, you know, if it's something you wanted to do next year, I highly encourage it. Love to do that. You know, I may sign up next year. Maybe it's my daughter. My son will be in college that weekend. So well, either that or we do a UTW podcast, and we just you know. Maybe Maybe some of our loyal listeners could be part of that. Maybe we could do one in the uh, cooler months. Hey, we know what, Matt, if we do sponsor it next year of some sort, a little sponsor, then we could actually have a fact about the UTW podcast. Oh, okay. Um, but anyway, so great weekend. Uh, they had a great weather. It was a little warm, but at least it was in the morning. Great weather. So, what you know, as we know, they went around Hernando looking for clues, looking for events. And if you're looking for a house... If you're looking for a house in Hernando, you definitely want to reach out to our 2021 presenting sponsor, Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. Team Couch of Birch Realty Group possesses over 65 years of combined real estate experience. They are the number one team for over a decade when it comes to residential real estate in DeSoto County. They have over 25,000 closings since 2009. Whether you're buying or selling a home, you definitely want to call Team Couch. They are full-time, full-service realtors, which means they are available anytime you need them. They are currently offering a free, no-obligation market analysis. Again, a free, no-obligation market analysis. They simply need your address. With your address, they can tell you what's going on in your neighborhood, within a mile radius, In your community, they can tell you per square footage what things are buying for, selling for, listing for. I tell you, there's really no end to what Brian and Terry can do when it comes to teaching you about your home. You can give Brian and Terry a call at their office at 662-449-1700, or you can actually call Brian on his cell phone, 901-461-7653. That's 901-461-SOLD, S-O-L-D. Or you can find more information about them at teamcouch.com. 
teamcouch.com. That's teamcouch.com. We want to thank Brian and Terry for being our 2021 presenting sponsor. Before we move on, I definitely want to encourage you to go listen to the OB pod. Brian went on the OB pod this past weekend, did a wonderful job, an excellent interview, educating the different listeners in that area, Center Hill, Lewisburg, Olive Branch, the area that OB pod covers. Brian and Terry have as much information as anybody when it comes to buying and selling a home. So congratulations to them for a great interview. OB pod, go listen to that for more information when it comes to Team Couch, a Birch Realty Group. Right around Sunday night, Derek, around 6.30, somebody was barbecuing close to me. Oh, I smelled it. Yeah, somebody was barbecuing close to me, no doubt. And if you want to take your barbecue into the next level, you definitely want to visit our 2021 studio sponsor, the How to Barbecue Right Shop. How to Barbecue Right Shop is located right here off Memphis Street in Hernando. This store has everything a person needs for barbecue, crawfish, and any other kind of outdoor cooking. Whether it's rubs, sauces, thermometers, cast iron, cutting boards, knives, or a really cool high-end smoker, Malcolm's shop has got you covered. If you've ever seen his How to Barbecue Right cooking videos, you need to stop by his shop today. You can call them at 662-912-9947. That's 662-912-9947. Find him on Facebook at H2Q Malcolm's shop. That's h 2Q Malcolm Shop, but the best thing to do is to visit his shop right off of Memphis Street in Hernando. Thank you to Malcolm Rochelle for being our 2021 studio sponsor. Derek, as we do every Tuesday morning, we discuss our word from the weekend. You went first last time, so I'm going to go first this time. Word from the weekend for me, Derek, is bid. B-I-D. A lot of our listeners probably know what I'm talking about. Uh, over the past weekend, or the two weekends, uh, there's been a lot of videos, Instagram pictures, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I don't know if you know this or not, Derek, but the, the Alabama sorority TikToks that went viral two weeks ago were huge. Yeah, my, I, huge. my kids showed me several. Well, the kids yeah. showed you this, uh, the, the kids were looking at it. Uh, heck, it was on Fox News. It was on those different things. A lot of people from up north or different parts of the country didn't realize how big sororities were yeah. in Alabama. Hey, can you imagine the sorority? Some of the sorority houses are right outside the football stadium. That oh, is man. Awesome. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I did attend. Oh, uh, oh okay. My <laughs> Alabama. I'm sorry. Okay. For, for a little while. Yes. And uh, yes, you are, the FAMU house literally sits on the corner uh you walk out your front door you walk across the street and into the main gate right. of bryant denny stadium it's it a is, huge big white it house. is enormous I mean, it's just it's so incredible they're right there yeah <laughs> you know it's one of those things I'm, I'm gonna be a doctor i'm gonna be here 10 years so i can go to 10 years worth of game. literally just walk out my front door and go to the game real quick question i don't know this do you know what sorority nick saban's daughter was do you definitely want to give her a bid yes i'm oh, just simply God. saying yeah <laughs> You definitely want to give her a bid. So bid was my is my word from the weekend because just to watch all the videos, all the uh, the pictures, uh, we had some young ladies, Derek, that uh, were friends with their parents mm-hmm. uh, in Hernando. A lot of the, the young ladies uh, got bids to different sororities uh, all over Ole Miss's campus for this particular weekend, weekend before was Mississippi State's. Congratulations to the, all those young people. And it was just so awesome to pay attention to and see the smiles on their faces uh, running up. To, uh, you know, the Greek system was a lot of fun uh, for me at Ole Miss, and I know you had a good time uh, – with yours as well but just it was a lot of fun and i'm really really happy for those young people to get to have that experience to receive a bid from a fraternity or sorority and um and and get to be normal for at least that weekend it was just awesome again beautiful weather yeah uh, this was uh, on like a sunday uh, when they did the bid day they all ran down the street and you see all the videos i think yep. uh, uh, it was just a great day so congratulations but just again congratulations for this today uh yesterday monday was the first day of school right so just there are on the, a lot of our friends. We're at that age now where we have children going to college, and it's both scary and exciting. So congratulations to all those families. Does both think he wants to be in a fraternity? 
Probably, yes. Probably, I yeah. mean, that, that'll be something he explores. Depends on where he goes, sure. and of course, but I mean, that will probably be something he looks at, yes. Wilson's in ninth grade. My son's in ninth grade. He and Bo are very good friends, and uh, yeah, Wilson's already committed to the University of Mississippi. <laughs> it's not, yeah, he's already, he's ready to go. He signed he's, his LOI. Oh, he's ready to go. Yeah, trust me, if he could find an NIL or somebody to pay him money to go to Ole Miss, uh, he, he would do it, but he's he's ready to go and excited about being in fraternity, uh, so he's he's fired up. What is your word from this weekend? Matt, my word for this weekend, I want to use it's community. Um, um, I thought that the city of Hernando with the farmer's market, with the scavenger hunt going on on Saturday, just a wonderful time to be. I mean, we always look at, okay, we know Dickens of Christmas is great. Uh, the holidays are wonderful to be around the square. We know that the Watertail Festival is coming up. That's going to be a great weekend. The A-Fair is always a good weekend. Uh, Mudbug, when they're able to have it in person, is a great All those, you know, there's so many things, the, the Thursday night concerts. But, you know, when you have it, the farmer's market going on, which it is every Saturday, May 1st through October. Uh, but also, you know, when you have the scavenger hunt and just to see the number of people running around. I went to the farmer's market about 8.30 to 9. And, I mean, just the number of cars. I mean, some of them were the teams running sure. around. Some of them were people coming to the farmer's market. But, I mean, it looks like lunch on a Tuesday. Yeah. I mean, it's just so many people at the square, uh, going around the square, very slow. There's a lot of traffic delays, you know, around there. It's just, it's just wonderful that we live in a town that is vibrant thriving uh, and they can offer stuff to the citizens like that to be able to do uh, and then again of course on Sunday you know just seeing everybody go to church and, and being in there at church and services just a wonderful wonderful uh, thing and it's just a, a constant reminder of just the wonderful community that we live in it's a very good word Derek for sure community uh, even on a slow weekend Hernando's a lot of fun on a weekend yeah I mean I mean look when it's 75 degrees my, my daughter and I sometimes uh, I know you don't go there but my daughter and I sometimes go and get donuts on Saturday morning <laughs> so uh, we do uh, I would be lying if I told you they were just for her but anyway I digress but sometimes we'll just take the long loop around the farmer's market and stuff like that but I mean you know it might be 65 70 degrees windows down and just Hernando's just an awesome place and, and I'm glad to be here uh, I know this past weekend they had the uh, baseball players yeah. saw some pictures of the baseball players yeah. national champion Mississippi State baseball players and a couple of Ole Miss baseball players as well so uh, Gia and them do, do a great job with the farmer's market which we'll talk more about that in just a few minutes of course uh, with the farmer's market but just an awesome thing and, and what a great work community is a very Good word for this weekend. Well, Derek, something that will not be coming to our community, which we talked about on our Friday show, the state of Mississippi has uh, declined to uh, bring a field hospital to DeSoto County. Tell us more information about that. So this has been was released on Monday uh, that the health department, Hernando, released that the field hospital that they have requested, uh, the, the city, I guess, has requested, or the county, excuse me, will not be coming to DeSoto County. They, they have been told they don't have the staff to operate a field hospital. So what the state is now going to do is they're, they're going to focus on increasing the staff inside the brick-and-mortar hospitals uh, at this time. So, again, right now, do not look for that field hospital to come. They're going to try to help uh, with pay. They're going to try to help with maybe some you know relocation packages, that sort of thing, trying to get nurses, doctors, to the hot spots that are going on in the state uh, because they just don't even, you know, even if they put a field hospital up, who would man it? They Who's would rather put it, yeah. doctors and nurses in the hospitals that are already there. Yeah, let's go ahead and put uh, more people inside the hospitals um, that already have the structures and stuff there. Oh. I mean, you know, Derek, I mean, they look at it every day, the data more than we do and, and so forth. So I definitely agree with that, trying to help the current brick and mortar uh, before we go the route of a field hospital. I would definitely agree with that. I mean, Baptist and Methodist has two large, very nice locations mm -hmm. here in DeSoto County. And we, I think, I hope everybody's kind of paying attention to what's going on. You know, there, there are other doctors across the nation that are kind of walking out. They're tired. They're beaten down. 
Um, they don't, you know, they're not getting the rest that they're having to pull double shifts and stuff like that. But because of that lack, you know, that's what they're trying. They're trying to support, encourage, and then put people in the hospitals that are already there. And there's just no way you can pull those doctors or doctors from anywhere and put them in a separate location. You know, maybe what, I know the rooms aren't available, but it's more but maybe trying to do turnover of the beds, you know, trying to get them in and out as fast as possible, give them the medication they need, give them the care that they need to be able to get more than to actually trying to move doctors and nurses to another location. So a field hospital will not be coming to DeSoto County. If that changes, we'll definitely uh, keep you up to speed right. there. And Derek and I don't talk a ton about when it comes to COVID-19 issues. Um, you know, But at this time, the second Hernando Auditor meeting was last week, a couple weeks there where we have to find some other topics. So we're going to be county-based today. Uh, Derek, something else really nationally-based, but definitely affects us here uh, when it comes to COVID-19 in DeSoto County. Booster shots uh, have been approved, and booster shots have begun in the United States. Uh, tell us more information about that. The Mississippi the State Department of Health will start administering booster shots, also called third doses. So if you hear them called third doses, that's, that's for Pfizer. Hmm? That's for Pfizer. Right. It's called third. Right. Well, this is for it says booster shots called third doses for Pfizer in DeSoto County that they, these will be administered by the, the health department in Hernando. These are the people that can receive those. So pharmacies and so forth right now that have the vaccines right now. This is not what we're this, talking about. No. This is the third dose. This is the third, this is the third dose. dose. And it's, it's going to become available starting September 20th. The rules behind this are it has to be eight months since your second dose, since your last, you know, when you, if you did the two-part shot, since your second shot, it has to be eight months from, from then, starting around the week of September 20th, be offering these third doses uh, to go in there. These are for people, they're, they're going to look for people who are in the high-risk category, uh, you need to be or over the age of 65, have diabetes, uh, may have, you know, some kind of hypertension, you know, issues like that those are the type of people that will be qualifying for these first so if you that if you fall in any one of those categories and again i think the easiest one to fall under would be just over 65 period uh if you're in any of those categories is to call the mississippi uh i mean excuse me the health department in hernando you can go at 877-978-6453 again 877-978-6453 or go online at covidvaccine.umc.edu and go ahead and make your appointment they will take appointments for those that's a mouthful for sure yeah covidvaccine.umc.edu yes okay very interesting so booster shots coming to the soda county sometime pretty soon well i mean i know we continue to learn more and more about that but from what you're saying i had the pfizer vaccine two doses third shot for me but for you, you have the J&J, so it'll be one shot. So how does that work right. from a mixing standpoint? I mean, are we talking about Ford and Chevy? Are we talking about mixing Miller Lite and Bud Light? I mean, what are we talking <laughs> here? Not sure yet. Uh, on the J&J, now the Moderna, it sounds like you also can receive the third dose. Okay. Um, but again, that's just because they're kind of on the same program. They both use the mRNA. You know, that's why they came up with the vaccine. Right. And so by using the mRNA, they're kind of, you know, you can use that to go for that third shot. J&J was not mRNA. J&J did the old way where you basically take a dead form of the virus uh, and build the vaccine off of that. And so that, yes, that was the one that I did have. Those are not eligible for a third shot yet because they don't know. Uh, they're still doing tests. Now, Johnson & Johnson didn't actually come out until March, I believe, was the earliest, right, right. which was two months behind every, the other two. So it'll probably be at least two months before they know what they can do. And then not only that, but can you actually mix and match them? Would a person like myself have to go get at least one of the other doses and then get the basically do a two-dose now? Uh, they're not sure on that yet and probably won't know for the next couple months. We're going to turn our attention to something a little... Uh little funny if you can notice our, our artwork for the show maybe an art title our title to the episode we'll talk about that in just one second something else that happened yesterday the fda officially approved 
uh, it has been an emergency use. Speaking of vaccines, this is, again, most the most COVID talk we've talk, had in a while. The vaccine was approved for emergency use. Just yesterday, the FDA approved it uh, as safe, uh, stamped it as safe. So that's for Pfizer. Uh, for Pfizer, just the Pfizer vaccine. That's correct. Again, I took the Pfizer, Pfizer vaccine, simply my choice. We're not simply, we're not saying here on the UTW podcast telling people what to do. I took the Pfizer vaccine, and we continue to wait for Derek, who had the J&J in March or April. That was April. Yeah, in April, we continue. I'm hoping Derek doesn't grow a horn or anything like that because uh, took the one-dose J&J. So uh, FDA has approved the vaccine for, quote-unquote, normal use, no longer emergency use. So that's something else. If you were not aware of that as a podcast listener, which I don't know what rock you've been on uh, under for the last 24 hours, but it is now approved. And, and Derek, I think it's going to make it – a little bit more easier for uh, maybe be schools or um, you know employers or something like that maybe to kind of mandate the vaccines, which, again, we are not talking about that from a standpoint of which way we feel like things should go, but I think it's going to make it a little bit uh, – feel a little bit more safe, I guess. I think that there's a lot of people that said they were, did not want to take the vaccine until it was formally approved. It's now been formally approved. Right. Um, now, and people say, well, they just did it so they could tell you to take it. No. And it went through all the trials. And Pfizer was first because, you know, they asked to have preferential treatment I mean, or preferential studies go first. Now, I'm not saying there wasn't some money in the exchange hand. I have no idea. But <laughs> Pfizer was put first into the trials a month ahead of Moderna and three, two to three months ahead of J&J. So this was the first one. There was no way it was not, if this would have failed, then we looked at Moderna to be approved officially, but it's been officially approved. So if you're somebody listening and you said, I will get it, I'm not against a vaccine. I'm just against it because it has not been formally approved. It's not been formally approved. I do think that the government, national government, I do think that a lot of the health officials do believe that now that it has been made, that they think that people will keep their word who have said that will come and get the vaccine so you may see a boost over the next few weeks of the percentage of people in america and mississippi that get the shot because of that um because if that was your only excuse that no longer is an excuse now people they say well they you know as i mentioned they only did it so then now they said you could take it well every vaccine has to start somewhere right the flu shot started somewhere we all think it's safe whether or not you take it is, is, an, is your own decision just like this is but it's now safe uh mmr shots are safe Tetanus shots are safe. Polio, you know, the liquid that you drink, are safe. So those that one and chicken pox is probably the newest one. Chicken pox, they did a vaccine. It was after I was born, so probably early two thousands, uh, because I don't think my kids got it until they were five or six. So somewhere around the turn of the century of this century, chicken pox vaccine finally was deemed safe. So it has to start year one some year, sometime. The Pfizer shot, the FDA tells you it's just as safe as all the other ones I just mentioned. So if that was your hold up, go get it. Now, I'm not saying that I am advocating for works, you know, having to show your car when you're walking to work. That's a whole other topic. But, I, uh, but I'm simply saying that if you, that was your one hold up, that was what it's now right. off yeah. the table. Yeah. If that's what if that was, if that was your excuse, that excuse has now been taken away. That's right, and, and, and kind of you do have there. a I, I thought, you do a safe alternative sure. would be the Pfizer shot because it is approved. I thought the chickenpox vaccine was a simple uh, calamine lotion. <laughs> I thought, no, no. To- I mean, tomato, I tomato bath was like a tomato yeah. bath. I mean, like that growing up, let me tell you, the chickenpox was not bad or a big deal. I mean, it was no no issue, whatever. I think. Our parents were, for us, were just concerned that we wouldn't have any scars on our face and stuff. It was the main thing that people were. Well, the only were, thing, yeah, the, the scary thing about chicken pox is 
when you get older, they get the shingles. Yeah. And they do have a shingles vaccine. Yep, so if do. you're 50 or older and you do not have the, sh- the shingles vaccine, go get the shingles vaccine if you had chicken pox because if it rears its head over 50, it, it is very bad. Oh, absolutely. And if we had a roofer advertising with us, that would be the best oh, segue man, ever. ever. <laughs> you just Seriously. mentioned shingles. If you're a roofer and interested <laughs> in advertising with us, we'll bring our shingles po- oh, every week. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? Under the water tower info at gmail.com if you're interested in advertising. Well, Derek, before we get to our advertisers and our fact of the week, which is one of our biggest, uh, most listened to parts of our Tuesday show. Let's visit real quick about something that is not approved by the FDA or anyone else taking veterinary medicine to battle the COVID-19 pandemic. Tell us a little bit more about that from your article. Something that's come up that people are trying to do home remedies that they don't want to take the the, the COVID shot because again, they, it's not been deemed you know, quote unquote, uh, safe it has not been formally approved by the fda which of course we just said no it is now but but up to this point people have been looking for other places maybe home remedies some people do the essential oil some people you know uh take zinc or, or vitamin d every day and you know that sort of thing one of the things that people have turned to is ivermectin evermectin uh which also known as heartworm pills uh people have turned to this to be able to try to keep or if they have covid to lessen the symptoms if you're listening please do not take heartworm pill to do that um so they they had to come out and say hey look please 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 do not take your dog's heartworm pill or your horse's heartworm pill you know for any kind of livestock in order to lessen the signs of covid you know these are intended for animals so what the msdh has official recommendations are don't take ivermectin intended for animals to prevent or treat covid19 Livestock evermectin is highly concentrated, toxic to people, and could cause serious harm. You should not take any medicine to treat or prevent COVID-19 unless it has been prescribed to you by your health care provider. And then finally, there are safe and effective medications to prevent and treat COVID-19 infections, such as getting vaccinated, which we've just talked about, or asking your doctor about monoclonal antibody treatment if you test positive for COVID-19. So I don't understand why you would not take the vaccine, but yet you would take a heartworm pill. I, I don't understand that level because neither one of them had been approved for the FDA by human use. Now one of them has, and it's not the heartworm pill. So please, if that's something that you're considering or you hear people talk, telling you to take that, Please don't take that. Hey, what about those uh, things you can wear around your neck? Like you put around your cat's... Uh, <laughs> the flea collars? The flea collars, <laughs> yeah. But those are... <laughs> I'm just saying, that might, that might be kind of a... Uh, that might be one of those uh, dark market kind of worlds right there, <laughs> flea collar or whatever. But look, don't take your, your dog or your horse's heartworm pills uh, for sure. So that's... Um, well, maybe, maybe it's an opportunity for us to uh, interview a local vet. Hey, if you're a veterinarian in DeSoto County or in Hernando and you'd like to uh, advertise with us, under the water tower info at gmail.com, another great segue that would have worked. Shingles were first, which a roofer uh, would have been perfect, and then that would have been great for a vet. So under the water tower info at gmail.com if you'd like to advertise as a veterinarian here under the water tower. Well, Derek, as we continue to grow here on the UTW podcast, as we continue to work through our advertisers, the people that reach out to us, the email, we've actually had to be quite choosy on who we might advertise us. But an easy one for us was North Mississippi Dumpsters. North Mississippi Dumpsters is a local small business offering service seven days a week. They currently serve DeSoto, Marshall, Tate, and Tunica counties. You can reach Joe and his team at 901-299-0916. That's 901-299-0916. 
They not only accommodate real estate professionals, landscaping, new construction, renovations, and business disposal, but also are great for homeowners who need to clean out their houses, yards, attics, basements, or sheds. They carry 13 and 20-yard roll-off dumpsters that are carefully loaded and unloaded as to not cause any damage to your driveway. Again, you can call Joe and his team at 901-299-0916, but the best thing to do is visit their website, thesotodumpsters.com. That's thesotodumpsters.com for information about pricing, drop-off, pickup, any information, any booking info you need. Again, thesotodumpsters.com. Since 2001, Green King Spray Services has been helping home and business owners enjoy lush, healthy, weed-free outdoor living spaces. They refuse to settle for the status quo, continuously researching and testing the very latest methods, products, and strategies to ensure your lawn looks better than the other guys. With technicians trained and educated, with hours of continuing education and seminars each year, Green King is committed to doing everything they can to make and keep you satisfied. You can reach them at 662-892-8419. Again, 662-892-8419. Visit them at their website at greenkingspray.com. Remember, if you want it green, call the king. Williams Services is a veteran-owned and operated business with years of experience in lawn care, landscaping, mulching, and more. Owner Richard Williams and his team can assist you with a multitude of outdoor home needs. Whether it's leaf removal, tree trimming, fall cleanups, anything on the outside of your home or business that's home or business, you definitely want to give Richard a call at 662-292-8855. That's 662-292-8855. Or you can find more information about Richard and his team at Williams Lawn Services on Facebook. Again, that's Williams Lawn Services on Facebook. DeSoto Family Dental Care has been a presence under the water tower with over 60 years of combined dental experience. Dr. Seymour, Dr. Paroli, and Dr. Trotter are committed to providing a gentle and caring approach while focusing on the aesthetic beauty and long-lasting health of your smile. The practice is open Monday through Friday, providing hygiene appointments and general dentistry, including implants and implanted-supported dentures, as well as Invisalign. The FDC makes use of modern technology such as digital scanning, intraoral cameras, digital x-rays, and autoclave sterilization. An in-house lab allows your dentist to be fully involved in the lab process and the end result. The office is designed to provide a safe, comfortable, and relaxing atmosphere for their patients. You can be confident that the goal of each staff member is to create a comfortable environment to provide you with relaxing, personalized dental care. Visit their office today to see the difference and give them a call at 662-429-5239. Again, 662-429-5239. Well, Derek, it's our Tuesday morning show, and that always means the DeSoto County Fact of the Week. We skipped it last week. We gave the uh, more of the time for uh, Mayor Chip Johnson's interview, so we skipped the Fact of the Week last week, but we definitely didn't want to do it two weeks in a row. The DeSoto County Fact of the Week is brought to us each and every week by Rob Long and the team at the DeSoto County Museum. The DeSoto County Museum is located just across the street from the Bancorp South on Commerce Street right here in Hernando. They are open 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., Tuesday through Saturday, again, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., Tuesday through Saturday, each and every week, you definitely want to visit the DeSoto County Museum to learn more about your county, to learn more about the city of Hernando. Any of the municipalities in DeSoto County are definitely well represented right here, right there at the DeSoto County Museum. Again, swing in and let Rob show you all around. But Derek, the DeSoto County Fact of the Week for this week consists of what? Matt, we're going to play off, and of course, the picture that's used for the artwork this week, we're going to play off the home remedies 
Uh, oh, that, speaking of remedies, yeah. Yes, the home remedies that people have been using, trying to you know keep COVID away, trying to get better from COVID. You know, as we mentioned, taking the vitamin D, taking zinc, which all of us are all fine. Those are all uh, vitamins that have been approved and, and researched. And, of course, also people, unfortunately, trying to take heartworm pills. Well, Rob sent us uh, an article about what the turn of the century, and this will be the turn of the 1900th century, uh, what um, people were using back then as home remedies. So some of the stuff that were quote-unquote prescribed, uh, others were what kind of what uh, grandma was using for you. But here's some of the remedies, Matt, back from the turn of the uh, going into 1900 that people in Hernando and the, the surrounding regions were using. Matt, if you had a fever blister, okay, if you had a fever blister, you would take the wax from your ear and place it on the blister. So okay. think about that. So take, the, okay. take using earwax for uh, for fever blisters. If you had a uh, a bruised onion, you could use the bruised onion to protect you from the mumps. Okay, bruised onion protection from the mumps. Uh, if you had jaundice, remove the yellows from nine hard boiled eggs, string the whites, and put them around the sick person's neck at night. In the morning, the whites of the eggs will be yellow. Okay. We, we're getting all these remedies. So, so this is some of the things that people you say probably don't yeah. want to do. Uh, but you know, you I, said, I was I was really I was wondering how could somebody take horse or dog heart medication? But now after reading this, I, I, I understand. Yeah, watermelon seed tea is good for the kidneys. So you take the make watermelon tea, seed tea. Okay, make tea from the seeds of watermelon. Okay. A bee sting. I love watermelon, by the way. Watermelon so fantastic. Oh, it's so good. Put a piece of, for a bee sting. Now, and I think some people have used tobacco. I mean, I grew up yeah, used tobacco absolutely. all the time, right? Well, back then it was put a piece of fat meat on the stain to keep it from swelling. Uh, sassafras tea was thought to be good for the blood. If you had a painful pregnancy, Matt, okay, uh, you put an axe under the bed of the pregnant woman, and this will cut her pain in half. Oh my God, is that real? That it was that's one real. Of, what was one of the home remedies? Maybe Rob should have led this. With, maybe he should have led it with, "Hey, uh, none of these are real. One is fake. You pick it." <laughs> I mean, look, man, I, I could go on. I mean, oh, absolutely. One more. Baby, baby nursing mother. Don't let a baby nurse uh, its mother while she's hot. The milk will be hot and make the baby sick. <laughs> I mean, these are, these are the things that, again, right. unfortunately, yeah. that people believed. And still today, there are other things that people believe that we may look 100 years from now and be like, what in the world were they thinking? So anyway, that was the uh, fact of the week from Rob Long. Oh, Derek, I think there will be uh, plenty of books written about the current state of <laughs> state of the world, no doubt. Well, thank you, Rob, for another wonderful fact of the week. That's pretty neat to see what people were doing turn of the century into the 1900s for um, you know home remedies or to feel a bit better. So just, well, Derek, speaking of, uh, I mentioned a second ago, watermelon and, and fruit and that type of stuff. The Hernando Farmer's Market brings together the best of local food, artistry, and the agricultural traditions of the Mid-South. It's a place to shop. It's a place to gather. But more importantly, it's a rare chance to experience the simplicity of a mississippi small town it is truly a fresh local experience for more information about the farmer's market you can always reach out to gia Matheny, community development director at 662-449-9092 that's 662-449-9092 the hernando farmer's market is open from 8 a.m to 1 p.m every saturday may 1st through october again 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. every Saturday, May 1st through October. The Hernando Farmer's Market consists of over 70 vendors. In 2019, they did almost $400,000 in sales right here at the Hernando Farmer's Market. If you've never been to the Hernando Farmer's Market, you're missing out. 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. every Saturday morning right here on the historic Hernando Square, the Hernando Farmer's Market. 
Lauderdale Insurance Agency, your local state farm provider, is located at 11 West Commerce Street, directly across from Hernando Post Office. Lauderdale Insurance is owned and operated by Sam Lauderdale, former alderman and local resident of Hernando. His team specializes in insurance for life, home, business, and auto. Mr. Sam encourages you to compare its coverage, service, and price, but feels confident Lauderdale Insurance Agency should be your insurance provider. Please call Sam, Sherry, Angie, or Jennifer at 662-429-5213. Again, 662-429-5213. Or find them on Facebook at Lauderdale Insurance Agency. Podcast brought to you by Magical Destinations of Hernando. Whether it's that trip to Disney World, Universal Studios, Christmas travel, spring break travel, or even plans for next summer, Sue Ellen and Ann Christopher can help you plan the trip of your dreams. They work to get you the best rates with headache-free planning. Magical Destinations is locally owned and operated right here in Hernando. Give them a call today to start planning your magical getaway. You can reach Sue Ellen and Ann Christopher at 662-469-6304. That's 662-469-6304. Or learn more about them on Facebook and Instagram at Magical Destinations Unlimited. Again, that's Magical Destinations Unlimited on Facebook and Instagram. North Point Christian School was excited to kick off the 2021-2022 school year with the highest enrollment it has seen in five years. With more than 1,000 students, the school is excited about the year ahead. North Point is the oldest and largest Christ-centered college preparatory school in DeSoto County. Located in South Haven, they serve students PK through 12th grade. If you have questions or would like to take a tour, please contact Mrs. Sheila Sharon, Director of Admissions, at 662-349-5127. Again, 662-349-5127. Derek, I'm simply asking because I don't know. Uh, someone can, can move to North Point, move from another private school, move from a public school, whatever, can move to North Point really any time throughout the school year. That is correct. Uh, they take them, they take them, you know, as long as you have, that happens all the time. People move into town, they, they can't help when they move. They'll take them at any time. You can schedule a tour at any time by giving the, the number I just used. Uh, you know, a lot of people maybe tour in the fall and then come, you know, January 3rd when they're back in school. Right. Some people like do finish out a semester and then come over uh, at, at mid semester. But we, people are coming in all the time, uh, just because, especially if they're relocated. But if for some reason you're not happy at the current school, uh, you can always schedule a visit and they'll, and they'll get you in. As we talked about on our Friday show, it was game day. It was game day on Friday. Uh, obviously, the title of our show on Friday was Boys of Fall. Uh, the starting music was the Kenny Chesney hit song, Boys of Fall, all about high school sports, all about uh, Friday night uh, under the lights there with uh, the National Anthem, the Stars and Stripes, uh, holding your helmet, like you said, talking trash, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so so just an awesome, awesome time. We're going to talk a ton about Lewisburg football coming up on Friday. We're going to talk a ton about Hernando Tiger football coming mm. up on Friday. But today on this Tuesday show, we're going to give a quick recap of what happened on Tuesday day. Derek, we are now, you and I are currently 0-1 on our, on our picks. We on picked the, the Trojans. Pick, yeah, we did pick yeah, the Trojans. we picked the Trojans and uh, our mascot picks. Uh, while I do think the Trojan would beat the, uh, the Eagle, yeah. uh, I think that's not a problem. However, when it was on the settle on the field, it did not match up. Tell us about it from Friday night. For those of y'all that are Ole Miss fans, it looked like a typical Ole Miss game from last year. There right. was a lot of offense, not a lot of defense. Uh, and so uh, did not go the Trojans' way. But, again, this was uh, held up at Jackson Christian in Jackson, Tennessee. They pushed the game back to 7.30 for heat purposes. So the game did not start until 7.30. Matt, it ended at 10.30. 10.30. That was, yeah, you texted me at 10.30. <laughs> Three-hour-long high school football game is brutal. Yeah, it was, it was three hours, no commercials. Right. Because you know, no, both teams passed, I'm assuming. Bo- both teams passed and – 
a lot of kids cramping. Mm. I'm, by the second half, it was basically every other play, there would be somebody that was on the sure. field. And it was immediate. You know, you hear them, you see them slapping the ground, they're holding the leg up. I mean, nobody, and there was, I mean, knock on it's wood. It's that time of year, yeah. It's that time of year, but also there was no quote unquote real injuries. I mean, every one of them was cramps, and you and immediately go down, you kind of catch your breath, especially if you have a son for a lineman. Uh, but it was, again, it was all cramps. But it started off, uh, they, North Point got down 14 0, fought back 14 to 7. The first score, uh, was on Jackson Thomas' 26-yard touchdown pass. Uh, they kind of battled back and forth. Another 14, They got another 14-point deficit. But then uh, North Point scored three touchdowns uh, in the second quarter to pull within three because, unfortunately, they did miss three extra points. Um, it was a lot of – one of them was a, a bad snap, a bad hold. Another one hit the crossbar. And then the last one was a two-point conversion that was tried to try to get those two points back that failed. Uh, so they're down three at halftime. Did take the lead late in the third quarter. I think I was texting you a little bit saying, man, this is an absolutely fantastic game to right. watch. But I think it was – thirty. The, they Chargers took the lead 39-34. to 34. The Eagles, Jackson Christian, got the ball, took it downfield and scored – so it looks like it was going to be whoever had the ball last. Unfortunately, on the next play, North Point throws an interception. Uh, they score on that. The next time North Point gets it, they fumble it. North Point was able to hold them on the fumble, though. And, Matt, I, will, I want to tell you one thing. Uh, the prettiest play I've ever seen. This is, you know, this is high school football. These kids are not getting paid. You know, you're down. They were, we were, I think we were down 10 at the time, something like that. And they, they're, they had a real good kid, number three. He, wasn't, he couldn't have been more than 5'4", but probably ran a 4'5". Uh, he breaks through the line. I mean, looks like it's going to be like a 60-yard touchdown run. I'm talking about broke through wide open. Matt, there were two kids on the North Point team. I mean, this kid is flat out flying. Nobody, you know, he probably had 200 yards rushing that, uh, that night. Two kids on the North Point team. Not only did they walk him down, which, first of all, is impressive. Right, sure. Second of all, when they walked him down, stripped it, recovered it in the end zone. Oh, what a play. I mean, it was – Easily like ESPN worthy. I mean, I, I I mean I was just aghast. People were just could not believe because we saw like okay that's seventeen nail in the coffin right, or whatever. Sure. No, they stripped it, got it back, kept it, kept them in the game at least for another you know few minutes. Uh, but just an unbelievable shows a lot of fight right there. Oh my shows god, a lot of fight right and there. just just something you don't see. I mean, you don't see. Can you believe Bo ran that fast? And then I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say it was not Bo, uh, but it was just a great game. Uh, final score fifty six to forty six. So yeah, again, zero com- defense, zero defense combined for one hundred and two points. I think uh, the North. Point had four turnovers. Um, uh, Jackson Christian had three turnovers. So it was in just a typical first game. Sure. A lot of mistakes, uh, very hot, a lot of cramping, but just great to be out there. And, and again, it, as a fan watching, yeah. if you see 102 points, that's a fun game. Oh, I, and it was an absolute fun game. So As Ole Miss fans, you and I are very used to that, especially after the last two years, yeah. But just, a, a, again, a great uh, – I can't say it's a great season opener because it's a loss, but just to see the boys back out there, he put, got a lot of young kids were playing meaningful minutes, really building for the future. And uh, they just – you know, the, the offense did a great job. Obviously, there needs to be some work on the defensive side. Uh, but, again, just uh, looking forward to a, a great season. Well, Derek, we've gotten multiple emails uh, to us at underthewatertowerinfo at gmail.com regarding the interview with uh, Tyler Gold, the coach for, uh, for North Point. Uh, very complimentary of, of that interview. Trojans, keep your head up. Uh, long season ahead of you, for sure. We've got a lot of football left to play. But, man, Derek, you're right. Just the cramping, the mugginess, all those different things. Uh, I can't wait for this weekend. Hernando having a home football game this weekend. Really excited about that, for sure. Um, and we're going to talk more about Hernando, of course, under the water tower. Talk more about Lewisburg, um, you know, coming up on Friday. Have a lot of football talk, mascot picks, all that kind of fun stuff. 
stuff we're going to do on our Friday. Just to keep you up to speed here on the UTW podcast, our Tuesday shows are going to consist of Alderman meetings, political interviews, those type things. That's kind of what our Tuesdays are going to look like. And then during the fall for the next 90, 120 days, we're going to talk a lot about kids and talk a lot about sports, football, young people, different things going on in the community when it comes to sports and high school sports especially uh, coming up in the fall. So really looking forward to that. Well, with the the new hybrid learning, uh, you hope to have – less to no games being canceled sure. and of course you know last week it was um, friday was trojans today was trojans and you know yes my children go to school there i hope people think that we're not monopolizing just the trojans because of the fact well they were the only ones that played, played now yeah. volleyball games will take sure. place tonight uh yeah. you'll have them again on thursday you'll have now let's announce real quick before we go on the hernando volleyball team since they were virtual last week since they were virtual last week, they had to they had to forfeit. That's right. They so, forfeited yeah. the games last week, and they but now forfeited they're back to Horn playing. Lake, who they probably would have beaten yeah. pretty easily. Well, and not, but now they're back playing yeah, because back of the playing. hybrid. And yes. so now we will be talking about covering those scores, uh, going over the, and, and of course the, the football game starting this week for Lewisburg or Hernando. So um, yeah, really looking forward to that. Really looking forward to Good Friday shows, talking about breaking everything down, reviewing the the volleyball matches that have happened, and then of course on Tuesdays we will recap the football in a sports segment. But you're right, we'll also gear more toward the, the news of the week something else Derek we uh the number of schools that we covered we covered the entire county and Magnolia Heights last year when it comes to football uh I'll just go ahead and say this hey let's go let's uh let's do predictions for Ole Miss Mississippi State and the New Orleans Saints we don't have to break them down let's just do those simple three predictions and we can keep up with uh how things go love it absolutely yeah, let's do that put it on the whiteboard let's go <laughs> put it on the board let's go well look we're looking forward to a wonderful fall it is football time here in the south football time under the water tower and we're really really looking forward to uh this fall and, and getting an opportunity to do more with young people get back to talking about young people each and every tuesday and friday look if you enjoy the utw podcast find us on facebook at utw podcast on instagram at utw podcast and on twitter at UTW Pod. That's Twitter, UTW Pod. Wherever you listen to our podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, anywhere you can hear our voice, give us a five star review. We really, really appreciate the support. Give us a five star review. It allows us to move up in the rankings when it comes to podcasts. As I mentioned earlier, a wonderful, wonderful interview with Brian Couch, the owner of Team Couch of Birch Realty Group, our presenting sponsor, went on the OB pod, uh, and it was just a really good, enlightening interview all about real estate, the hot market, uh, different things that you never even really think about when it comes to real estate right here in DeSoto County. So look for OB pod, special interview with Brian Couch of Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. They also interview the three coaches, Lewisburg, Olive Branch, and Center Hill, as they kicked off or started Jamboree play uh, last week so those guys are working hard so please support them the ob pod a, a brother podcast of the utw podcast right here part of the rooster production mine and Derek's production company well Derek, look forward to friday's show where we talk more about football and you really really get back to talking about young people excited about that if there's nothing else i'm matt and i'm Derek. join us next time under the water tower Dropped off a pretty little girl